Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Right, come on then. How many Easter eggs did you eat? Do you 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 obviously ate the kids' Easter eggs? That's what everyone does, isn't it? We like see, but they get given so many. I don't understand. Like I really, Axel got three from his school. Like oh, he's in so his popular book though, bag. isn't he? No, not from his friends. <laughs> who? From who? From the teachers. From the teachers. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. They didn't. Oh, Mars didn't get it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they need to pull their finger out. Yeah, exactly. Um, how many did you eat? Well, I just I have a theory on Easter eggs that um, if you eat the smaller ones, that you get away with eating more. So I ate like loads, like hundreds of the smaller ones, but I feel that that is still okay because that doesn't really add up to any big ones. Yeah, same. Yeah, no, I do Fine. completely agree. Yeah, and when absolutely. we were doing the Easter egg hunt on Easter Sunday morning, I basically every time there was one, I obviously knew because you know i'm friends with the easter you, bunny you were um, hidden them yeah. Yeah, no shh <laughs> i would just nick one and eat it whilst we were going around it's just it's basically oh. felt like christmas the whole weekend because we've just been eating chocolate it's been lovely how was yours yeah really nice we um we had like had like a bit of a family uh easter egg hunt at my auntie's um so really nice to do something normal like we've actually always done that and last year was the first year we didn't which mm-hmm. was a shame because obviously we were in like a full-blown lockdown yeah um and it was really nice to do something normal but did i mean this is gonna sound i'm gonna sound like such a brat now but i'm just gonna have to say it oh god did you get stuff other than easter eggs at easter because I did. I used to get like clothes and like. Oh, like Georgia! That. I've, got, I've got to stop you here. I mean, you're, you're ch- that, that is your chocolate—that's ridiculous. It's, it's not a birthday. It's Easter. You just I get chocolate this egg. Conversation with Georgie James. I was like, we need to get the kids presents. He's like, no, Georgia, we yeah. don't. We don't. No. So I didn't do that. But right. I, I need to hear from the mums that did because I love it. No, love- <laughs> there aren't any mums that listen to that. Everyone thinks you're ridiculous. We still love you, George, but no. <laughs> No, okay, okay. all right, okay, I'm, I'm backing my back. <laughs> um, well, we need to get into today's chat because today's guest is somebody that Georgia and I have been watching on TOWIE for a very long time, right? <laughs> yes. She's amazing, she's an amazing character, but actually neither of us have met her in the flesh, so it was a really lovely conversation um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was quite shocking in parts, the kind of abuse that she's she's taken with people kind of 
guessing whether she was pregnant or not or you know yeah. one you know loads of people commenting on the fact that she's had a nose job and co- I mean poor thing has taken quite a lot of um horrible comments online yeah. and she's, been, she's really been through it but actually what what came out from that conversation I don't know if you felt this G for me was her her real kind of strength in who she was absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean it's always it's, it's a funny isn't it when you talk to someone who's pregnant for the first time you it either goes one way or the other they've you know got this dream situation painted of how it's going to be and it's going to be all beautiful and and you and you don't want to be that you know you just wait mum to say to them oh I don't know if it's going to be like that but then you speak to some you know mums like our guest and they just seem to know exactly what how they're going to be and that that they're not going to listen to anyone else and they've obviously got a very good like support network around them saying to them listen you're going to get this this is going to happen people are going to have their opinions but you absolutely need to ignore them you need to trust your instincts um and that's that resilience has probably been built up through you know lots of the comments that have come to her online yeah and also her time in TOWIE I mean being in TOWIE for that long and having to be that sort of strong and and face people's comments and real like real like direct face-to-face confrontations yeah she was yeah she was a really lovely soft gentle person with a really strong inner core uh who are we chatting to today G? Today we are chatting to Georgia Kasulu. I feel like we've got to start this podcast off by saying the lengths that we've just gone to and we're all the same. Me, Georgia and our guest today seem, um, we're more people people rather than um, than technology. We're not bus. IT. We're not IT, okay. Um, today our guest has been on our screens in The Only Way is Essex for the last seven years. Uh, she is madly in love. She's just announced that her, she's well, she's pregnant. She's having a baby and also is about to... I want to say have her own TV show. I mean, like sky's the limit for this girl today. Uh, joining us on the podcast is Georgia Casino. Hello. Yes. We're here. <laughs> we finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Georgia? How's, you know, how's it been being pregnant when you can't really go anywhere? It's, do you know what? It's really crazy. Firstly, I've really loved being pregnant. Like, I actually love being pregnant, which is it's really weird because people keep going, oh, do you enjoy it? Like, I love it. Um, love being pregnant, but I do miss seeing people being pregnant. Because, like, some of my friends haven't seen me with a bump, and next time they see me, I'll have a baby. So that's weird. So I don't really know where to start because I feel like we need to say congratulations on so many levels. But firstly, obviously, congratulations with the baby. Um, like you, you said just then, you've said that you've absolutely loved being pregnant. Um, have there been kind of any challenging moments? Have you, did you have any morning sickness at the beginning? Like, how was the moment that you told Tommy? The first 12 weeks, I found that hard because society obviously tells you you can't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, and I literally didn't tell anyone until I was about... No, I didn't tell my parents I was nine weeks or 10 weeks. And I found out week one. I found out, I actually knew I was pregnant before the test could tell me. So my first test said I was neg- it was negative. Um, but I just knew, like, I just knew. Um, that was really hard. I felt hungover every day. Oh, did you? Uh, like, I felt hungover. I just, I couldn't. I just felt it weird and I was filming TOWIE six days a week because we just missed a series because of corona we was filming back to back that was really challenging because no one knew I was pregnant so I was like turning up moody I was starving like I, when I wanted McDonald's I wanted it now um 
and I was just wanted to sit down. <laughs> no one was understanding. Uh, that was that was difficult. You just yeah. wanted to sit down. Get me out of these heels, <laughs> for goodness sakes. I get it. I I was the same with my first pregnancy. I felt hungover like every single day. Did you tell any of like the production team at Towie or anything like that so that they could understand why you were uh, wanting to sit down and eat McDonald's? <laughs> well, the thing is, I only told the exec and my exec is like, say, like the boss of the show um, because of legal reasons. I didn't know where I stood with Corona, you know, because I was thinking... I'm a high risk. Google was telling me all different things. Um, so I told him, but he could only cover me for a little bit because obviously he didn't want to then tell the production because then it gets around like wildfire. Um, so when I was turned up an hour late, bearing in mind I'm never late to film him, I'm always on time. So I kept turning up late and all the crew were like half getting the ump of me and they were looking and I was like, oh my God, this is awful. And I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. I just feel ill. Um I think I started thinking people were clocking on, but they just thought I was having like an off month or something, I think. It, it, that was hard because if I was just like, where is everyone? I'd turn up to film and I'd be like, where is everyone? Where's the cast? And I'd just be moaning. I'd be like, I need to start filming now. I kept leaving. I kept leaving to go get McDonald's. It was really bad. <laughs> but they were like, what the hell's up with Georgia? She used to be the fun one. Jesus. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, she's always the nice one. And I was like, moody. I just, it was That was like, but now it was funny because when everyone found out, they were like, oh, okay. We get it now. <laughs> now we get it. T- tell us how you fell in love with Tommy and tell us the kind of moment that you met him and, and how that sort of unraveled. So when we met, it was, it was just like a weird... All of a sudden, I started seeing him in my gym, um, and apparently he'd been going to my gym for years. Apparently, it was just a really... You know when you, you've been in the same place with someone for years, but you've never seen them? Have you ever had that? You know, like, you've crossed paths, but you've never seen them. It's like the weirdest thing. Um, I was in a relationship for a long time before Tommy, and he was in a relationship. Then when I become single, he becomes single kind of the same time. And I remember him approaching me in the gym. And at the, to be honest, at first I thought, oh, so annoying. Um, he was really loud. He was, like, really in my face. And I just weren't used to that. Um, and then he, like, he like slowly, like, wore me down. <laughs> um and I was just like talking to him normally about the show and I've said, oh, I'll put you forward. Thought nothing of it. It was really casual chat. Then I was going Ibiza filming and it was my first series single. So I was really excited. I was like, woo, Ibiza. And then he said he's going to Dubai for work for months. So I was like, oh, nice. It was been nice to see you. I like to know you, but bye. And then um, I was in Ibiza Ocean Club and he walked in and said, surprise. Well, it wasn't a surprise because I wasn't happy about it. Because I was like, you lied. Because I'm a woman. <laughs> And I was like, you lied. You lied. He was like, are you joking? I'm, surprised. I'm like, no, 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 you lied. And it turns out he was talking to the show the whole time and I never knew. Oh, wow. What, oh, so that was his entrance into the show? Yes. Yeah, so well, this was off camera when he said surprise. Um, but he, they, had, they had casted him as like this young single boy um, that was going to get loads of girls. But they didn't know that we'd met like before the sh- like in the gym. And there was like something there, but it weren't enough for me to go there. And obviously I was fuming. So I rang the producer the first time I saw him. I went, by the way, you see that Tommy Mallet? Don't put me in a film with him. I don't want to film with him. He's annoying. He lied. Deserves. <laughs> <laughs> completely. And I think it took two days and then we was together. I rang my mum. I was like, I'm in love with him, mum. Two days. Oh, my God. Two days in Ibiza will do that to you, though, George. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. And to be honest, I thought it was Ibiza. I thought, uh, my mum went, you're in love. She was like, you've just met him, you're joking. No one took me seriously and we're still together now. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. 
it's amazing as well that you've you know you've survived being on a reality show because so many people don't and how how has that been like having your whole relationship on, you know on tv do you know what it's been it feels like it's gone quick but the first bit from that rb for moment it, that was challenging because a lot of people didn't like the fact we was together um it was a weird time back in, in Tower then. People were like really jealous if you got in a relationship and a lot of cars started like rows of us, you know. Um, a lot of people, there was rumours, people tried to tear us apart. But I think once they knew we stuck together, that was the last time someone started on us. Um, and we've had plain sailing really for six years. I think the first year was a bit challenging for us and then after that everyone left us alone because I was like do you know what it's not worth it you start on Georgia you get Tommy and you start on Tommy you get Georgia everyone's <laughs> left us alone now double right. trouble yeah no one's going to mess with you guys now anyway um, no. talk us through the moment that you decided um to have a baby and what those conversations were like and um, I guess the moment that you thought actually he's he's the right person for me he's he's going to be the father of my children I just knew like I've never I've always been very open about the baby subject and I've always I've never felt ready. Um, I've never really been into marriage or children, to be honest, back then. Um, I've warmed up as I've got older, but I've, I felt like I never had that, like, maternal... I, I just felt like I never had that growing up. Yeah. Um, and I know that's, like, that is quite a normal thing, but I didn't know that was normal. And I loved animals. I'm obsessed with animals. So I knew I was caring, but I never really wanted that marriage and kids thing um oh I did I think I knew I wanted it but not yet like I was like you know what like it's in the future but I'm not bothered what happens I just what will be will be um and then the more me and Tommy have obviously got closer the the years have gone on Tommy's always made it clear that he really wanted it um and I was like oh yeah we're young whatever and then all my friends started having children and that actually a little bit put me off because I thought oh my god it turned me that way because I had so much pressure I've had pressure on since me and Tommy got together I think I've had pressure from the media from the public everyone saying when are you going to be pregnant when are you going to get married and it's a lot you know and that turned me the other way like I'm not gonna lie that was like I was like no I'm like rebelling that's so I start rebelling against what people expected me to do um and then I just decided to come off the pill in June last year but that I honestly I know it's crazy but I come off the pill thinking because I've started taking the pill I've been on the pill for a long time and it started making me feel a bit sick um which is weird because all of a sudden it started making me sick so I just come off it thinking I was planning really like maybe I'm 30 this June after maybe my 30th maybe I was having the conversation with Tommy Zan after my 30th maybe we'll see what happens happens I got pregnant straight away. Did you? Oh, wow. That's the thing though, isn't it? Like, no, when you get to a certain age and people start saying, oh, it takes ages when you come off the pill. It was a year and a half. Yeah. I was on the pill since I was 16. Yeah. I'm 29. I find it amazing that people had such a strong opinion about telling you when to have a baby. I mean, it's just disgraceful, the pressure that people put on you. Like, how, how do you even respond to comments like that? Well, do you know what? I, in the end, it used to give me the ump because every winter, I always gain weight. It's just the way it is. I love food. I wear baggy clothes in the winter. I enjoy it. Like, I I, I think where I've been on TV as well for so many years, I've been on a diet for, like, all them years. So, like, in when I'm in a diet, so when 
when we film abroad, obviously we're in bikinis. Naturally, you want to look good. You want to go gym. So I'm always strict of myself. And that's been the routine for like seven years. So when it comes to winter, I relax. Um, and I'm like, love, because I love food. Like I'm obsessed with food. Um, and people always write on my Instagram, oh my God, you're pregnant. Congratulations. Oh God, so Which rude. Like, so- yeah, like women will literally congratulate me. And I think you're rude. Like, yeah. can't congratulate a woman that hasn't told you she's pregnant. And what's really weird is when I was actually pregnant um, the first time in my life on TOWIE when no one knew, I was so early, people watching the show going, she's definitely pregnant, she's pregnant, oh my God. And then I had anxiety where I was, weren't even 12 weeks yet thinking, because you know when you're first pregnant, every pain I got, I was like, <gasps> I'd like stand up like, oh my God, is that normal? Like, and I'd be I'd be scared. I'd be Googling things. I know you shouldn't. Um, I'd be like, oh my God, like I'd be thinking of the bad stuff. You know, you hear about it so much and I've never been pregnant. It took, it, I got pregnant so quick. It was all whirlwind. So I was like, oh my God, is this normal? So I had anxiety anyway. And then people were going, oh my God, she's pregnant. Congratulations. I was thinking, imagine if, like, thank the Lord, everything's been fine. But Imagine how bad that would have been if something would have happened and I had to deal with that. Like, it's disgusting. Honestly, I could go on about that all that subject all day because I think it's disgusting when women tell, even men, but even women should know better, I think. Women telling other women they're pregnant without that woman telling the world they're pregnant. Let women announce they're pregnant on their own. When they want to. Yes. Absolutely. And I just honestly, that was the worst thing for me, I think. And like you say as well, like, God forbid anything did happen and, you know, you were pregnant and then something happened and it didn't, you know, it didn't turn out well and you wanted to keep that private. You've got all of these people already assuming that you're pregnant. Honestly. You might not have even known you were pregnant. A lot of people don't find out till they're like 10 weeks or whatever. So it's a lot it's a lot and when you're not pregnant as well for someone to say you are pregnant oh it's outrageous I mean I think we should just say now that that should never happen it was really interesting I saw Louise Rowe doing she was doing some obviously she's just announced her second pregnancy and she was doing some um questions on her stories like a QA. and a and apparently she had the same thing like people messaging her when she was posting photographs going oh my god when are you having baby number two when are you going to announce your pregnancy and she was like can I just say now that that is never okay let a woman Mm -hmm. announce her pregnancy when she's ready and I think it's really weird that we get to sit back and and make make an assumption about another person without them even confirming it it's not okay absolutely and you know what it's not just me like it's triggers for other women that find it harder to get pregnant you know and I just think it's disgusting like honestly I think it should be just as bad as like an offense like because the mental side of it it's it's so bad if you if you struggle to conceive like imagine seeing that all the time and I just, it's a trigger and even if you don't try, have trouble conceiving or you're just not ready to have a baby you start because I remember last year I had a picture of I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram which is really weird because this year I'm gonna have a baby but no one knows so last June my actual 29th um I think I'd just come off the pill or I was coming off the pill that end of the month and there's a picture of all my friends with their ch- children and just me and I remember being in the middle of the picture and I wrote this long caption saying like I'm happy that everyone's on a different journey I don't feel pressured at all just, uh, and and I remember look I remember being happy there and I remember people writing yes go you like do your thing and there's some people like well you know you should you should oh, think about and I remember God. thinking am I doing something wrong here or like should I be and then you start thinking it gets in your head um 
which is weird because now I'm going to have a child because um, that's just meant to be. But, um, yeah, honestly, it's disgusting and something needs, I think, people, like, it don't need to be done, I think. We'll be right back after the short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? People don't realise the damage they're doing when they sit behind their phones and they're tapping away and they're sending messages and they can get away with it because there's no form of, you know, there's an Instagram handle, but really what is ever done about it? They don't really know the damage that they're doing. Somebody wrote it to me the other day. Are you hiding mm. a bump under there? And like, I've gone, th- I'm going through the bloody menopause. Like I'm public about mm-hmm. that. I'm going through early menopause. So for you to write something, say, am I hiding a bump? It's, it, it like triggered something so deeply. And I burst yeah. into tears. I read it in the street oh. on my way into work. It's just really, it's That's really cool. abusive. It's not, it's not acceptable. Something needs to be clamped down on that. And, I e- think. and even not online as well, you know, within friendship circles, having someone constantly ask you, oh, do you, you know, when are you going to have a family? Because actually it's not always a choice, is it? It's not a choice. Some people struggle for years and years and don't want to talk about that. And they feel like it only puts more pressure on them. We're always told, you know, if you want to conceive, just relax. But how can you relax when you've got everyone coming at you asking when you're going to get pregnant? No, that's honestly, I feel so, um, I feel so blessed that I got pregnant straight away. Um, you know, but I, I know loads of people that can't on and have had different circumstances and everyone's different, you know. And I agree, like I completely agree. And when they say just relax, you think, Are you joking? <laughs> like, yeah. These, honestly, these people, you know, and you think sometimes I just want to turn off Instagram. It's just like a catch twenty two though, because like there's so many positives and then there's so like so many negatives it's just like do do you ever receive any other form of trolling and how how do you deal with the negative comments if they come in do you know what i I, i've been told i'm michael jackson i'd say now for two years no i can't even remember the last time i don't even know when i got my nose done now honestly it's been like such a a blur but the, the minute i got my nose done i went straight back on tv which i probably maybe shouldn't have done um but you know i I wanted to. 
Um, so I did. And I literally got called Michael Jackson from that point, probably a solid year and a half. Um, to be honest, it don't bother me that much now because I'm just like, I'm happy I did it. Like, I love, I never liked my nose growing up. My dad's Greek. Uh, my mum's Irish. We, got, we grew up, you know, when you just know you want something done and no one can change it. Like, when someone tells you, you don't need it, you don't need it, and you're like, no, I want it done. Um, we've come from like, I feel like I've come from like a strong nose gene. Like, my dad's side's Greek, you know, it's like a strong, strong thing. Um, and honestly, people I remember, I never forget, before I got my nose done, I was on a show called um, Your Face on Mine. And we was the first celebrity couple to, it's like a trial, we did it. I don't know why I did it, to be fair. Silly. I did it and I remember them asking me what was my worst thing about myself and in my head I was like nose nose and I never said said it out loud because I thought sometimes if you say it then people look for it um so I never said it and then someone in the audience shouted out her nose oh my god and I remember thinking oh my god like it's obvious and what is the maddest thing is so obviously I got my nose done people used to write my pictures about my nose and then I got my my nose done and then now everyone's like why'd you get your nose done and now every comment I'm, I see is like oh my god why did she touch her face and I think you can't win no you can't you can't like you what really, do you want from me <laughs> no absolutely you, re you really can't win and you know what as well like when you know when you are a parent it continues because you can't ever win whatever decision you yes. make we should tell <laughs> you that now Georgia tell. actually <laughs> we don't want to be like the you know just we you told wait. you so like yeah just you wait mums but that is it's that's just you know that just carries on I'm Have scared you... about that I think. <laughs> I, I've, I've noticed it's coming already like I've got a home page and I put up like what do you have in the nursery like and they were like don't put these cot these like cot things in the cot and I was like I didn't even know so I replied and was like why and they were like what do you mean why because it causes this I was like, ah! I was like this is a lot terrifying for yeah. you you haven't even had your it baby yet I'm not, like I, I really feel for you Georgia and I think you, I think you seem to be dealing with it in the right way is that you know best like you're going to be a yeah. mum soon and you will know like your maternal instinct will kick in at some point and you'll be like yeah, yeah I get it I know and, and like a mother's gut is the most important thing that you can listen to because there will always be somebody else you know on Instagram or in public or member of family or whoever it is just going you're not doing it right you should be doing it like this you shouldn't do that yeah and you're like that exactly yeah i'm gonna that's my attitude I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going into this like already with that mindset like yeah don't know what to do. and and the thing is as well if i don't want to breastfeed or i can't breastfeed i'm not gonna Fine. feel bad about it i'm not feeling bad about it i'm not i'm that's my attitude now because i'm just like i've got to do what's right for me and my child and as long as the baby's healthy and happy that is my main priority, you know, because um, I can see it coming. I can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> You're ready. Yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs> so I'm just like going to, honestly, even if I have to just turn my comments off for a bit, just to settle into this new life, then that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, I think it's And really have important. you thought about your birth at all yet? So I did hit my birth in. Um, I've done that. How do you I've find it? How do you find it? I loved hit my birth in. Um, because they talk you through everything that can happen. And I'm one of the people that need, I like to know things. I like to, I'd rather just know. Um, and they just, the breathing for me is technique, is like the best, because I suffer with panic attacks. And I know from experience of the panic attacks, the breathing used to calm me down. Um, so I've got a bit of breathing stuff ready. Um, I'd like a water birth, but I'm not silly. So this is my plan. I'm going to go in, 
this was my plan actually. I'm gonna go in. If I have to, if everything's fine, I'm dilating fine, great. Try the water birth. If I've got to be put on a drip or any kind of thing that's gonna like, you know, like hurry up, apparently it's really painful. I'm not gonna do the water birth. Then I'll go for the epidural. But he's actually been breached for a month. So things could change. Oh, um, okay. They've said to me now that in I've got my next midwife in two weeks. So the one after that, if he hasn't moved again in four weeks, then they're going to give me the talk about the cesarean. cesarean. Yeah. Which, do you know what? I've got my head around it now. If that's the way it is, that's the way it is. I'm quite laid back about it because I just think if he's still like comfortable because his head is literally up here, like he's, it hurts. I've actually, if you can here you know under your boob yeah it's numb because he's he's like stretched yeah he's so comfortable he headbutts me in the night fine got heartburn every day um but I just feel like if that's the way he wants to be that's the way it's gonna be um and then I'll make that decision in four weeks and say okay let's have to talk about the cesarean so I'm just gonna go with it George has got it nailed She's you so really chill. have. She's so zen. I you love it. Really, really have. It's, ama- it's just, amazing. You can't plan it, can you? Did Tommy do the hypnobirthing with you? Because I had very similar no. experience. He didn't do it. So Dozer and I did it together, my husband and I. And he was playing rugby professionally at the time. And it was always booked in at about 3 30 in the afternoon. This lovely lady used to come to the house and give us his lessons. And Dozer was like, basically, we would be kind of five or six minutes into this hypnobirthing birthing lesson. And I would just hear this. <laughs> and he'd, he'd bloody fall asleep next to me every time and she'd be like oh we'll just let him sleep we'll just he slept through the whole yeah. lesson he learned nothing from it nothing my yeah. husband was in magaloof when i had my hypnobirthing can you imagine no. going, going into the class and everyone sat there with their husbands and they were like oh i brought my friend oh okay where's james oh he's in magaloof living yeah. best life in a club like, oh right okay and he he said like he needed to get it all out the way before he became a dad i was like all right, right. okay yeah. great fine you just go do you that's great <laughs> i'll just sit here i just thought do you know what like because because i think on zoom as well now it's different um i think if a woman comes to my house maybe like i could entice him but do you know what let him at the moment he's i can't fault him we're moving house he's there 24 7 trying to get this house ready for me to move in because i've told him i need a month nesting um He's like, Georgia told me. <laughs> so funny. He, all I can hear him saying to the builders is, Georgia told me that she needs nesting time. She needs to nest. So I thought, do you know what? Just do your thing. Like, I'm not going to drag you into this. I'll go over the breathing techniques with you. I'll tell you how to massage my back. Do you know what? And do you know what? It'll probably go out the window anyway. So I thought, just do your thing. Like, you know, I've got this. I've got this. <laughs> I was going to ask about having a boy. I was going to say, like, how are you guys feeling about having a boy? And what sort of a father do you think he's going to be? Have you had those Could chats? Could you imagine how ecstatic he is? He's like, he always wanted a boy first. Um, I always wanted a boy first years ago. Like, grow, like, when I'd think about kids, I'd think, okay, if I could have kids, maybe I'd have a boy first and then a girl second. Then I started thinking it was a girl because I Googled all the wife's towels, you know, then wife's house yeah oh I've got sweet cravings this year (laughs) so when I found out it was a boy I was really shocked um but no I'm over the moon and he I just he's so excited the baby's got I think he's got like six pairs of trainers now he's got all these little outfits he's just like I know I'm gonna push out or have zero of this child that is gonna be Tommy's a mini Tommy it's his I just 
I can see him like this blonde hair, blue eyed little <laughs> boy that shouts because Tommy shouts, he doesn't talk. Um, so I'm preparing, <laughs> I'm preparing my house for a, a madhouse. The, the, the dog's a boy, Tommy's a boy, the baby's a boy. I'm hoping my seconds are girl to even it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zoe and I, particularly this week, have been feeling quite a lot of pressure being mums to boys about how we like bring them up to be kind yeah. and considerate. But you know, we still want them to be strong and we still want we want that for our girls too. Do you feel that pressure, like particularly this week? Do you know what? I see a lot of um, Instagram stuff like about, you know, it's, there was this really good quote. It says something like, ed- ed- educate your son. Protect your girls. Yeah, protect your girls, crossed out. Yeah. 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 And I thought, oh, them chat, like I hadn't prepared my brain for that because at the moment I'm just thinking about getting this baby here safely. The yeah. newborn stage. And I started thinking, oh my God, all them awkward chats. And I actually said to Tommy, I was like, are you going to, you know, the boy chats that dads have, you know, I was thinking, are you going to have them chats or do I have them chats? Like, how do we have them chats? And I thought, do you know what? It's too, too overwhelming. Yeah. It's, just too, yeah. it's it is. too much. Like, I just think I've just got to get him here. And I think we're both we're both kind and caring people and we've both got good morals. Not bigging myself up, but I just think we've been brought up good. We're going to bring this child up good. Hopefully, like, you know, we're just going to try the best we can. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I definitely want him to be raised respecting women you know I think that's I think you can tell you know when you see a guy and they're lovely to their mums or they like open doors for women that old I love that I I think it's really important to like really respect women so hopefully yeah we can do it we basically have to bring our children up to respect people this is about this is about being good humans isn't it but I think at the moment Mm. that because there's been so much talk about it in the press obviously after last week what a horror that was for everybody involved I think everybody you know it really affected everybody you know um really hard to to kind of compute it all but I think you know we've seen a lot of it on social media about educating our 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 sons and like Mm. Georgia and I said this morning on the phone we were chatting we were like you know they can still be vulnerable and brave they can still be strong yeah. and caring they need to know that no means no they respect yeah. men women people animals like we want we yes. to, 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 cre- to create and raise amazing humans who know the, yeah. the, the who know right and wrong yeah yeah and you know exactly. tommy he i never knew this only through conversations that you know little things like when he's walking the street if there was a woman in front of him he always crosses the road because he He's always done it. He's always, that's his thing. He's always grown up doing it. He doesn't want that woman to feel intimidated that he's behind her. Um, You know, like things like that, which I I would never think about. But now I'm having a son, I guess I'm like, is that what you have to think about? Are they taught that? Yeah, I mean, it is. But but wouldn't it be amazing to get to a place in the world where that didn't have to happen because, you know, the cases of men killing women were gone? Oh, (laughs) Yeah, you know, let, let's get to that point. Um, I feel like we could chat to you all day, but we George, do, lovely. Do you want to ask um, <laughs> yeah, our final questions? So we do. So we always like to ask every guest that comes on, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? So as you know, I'm sure you've been getting loads of advice about what it's going to be like to be a parent, and what's the best thing you've been told? So what I only listen to really my mum because I just think everyone else has like got so many opinions. Um, but my mum's like, Georgia, you just know. And I'm like, and I'm like, are you sure I'm going to know? Like, <laughs> You're going to know. I'm like, are you sure I'm going to know? She's like, 
just go with it. Like you will know you you like you said earlier, like your gut. And I'm like, but say my gut's not working. She's like, <laughs> you're fine. So I think I've just got to go with it. I've just got to go with it. Love that. And um, could you give us some products that are currently in your house as you get ready for baby? I've got so much stuff. I've got like spritz for bits. Like, oh really yeah. Bits. What? All that scared, like What's spritz, spritz for bits? What's that? Yeah. What is spritz for your bits? What, That's you spray what something on your fanny? Yes. Apparently it stops the sting after birth. Apparently. <gasps> Why didn't I hear about when- that? And honestly, that was the most recommend recommended product. Out of, I did a Q and A on Instagram, and that thing come up the most. And luckily, I got sent it, and it was like spritz for bits. It was like nickel balm. I thought, oh yes. my god, um, yeah, I've got all of that loaded up um, for the baby. I've just got. I mean, I've got three pages worth of stuff. That apparently, I need. Um, it's a it's a lot. What I didn't cram have you gone for? Human. So I've gone for the Silver Cross. I like everything black. I like my car's black. I I just wear a lot of black as well, um, and it's I just think it's cleaner, you know, like fresh, clean. Oh, hello, do- hello, monkey. He's turned up. Now. <laughs> um, he's making an appearance. What, what will you sleep him in? Have you got a next to me crib? Have you? Are you going? Yes, I've ordered a next to me crib. Um, that's coming, but the, at the moment, it's a really awkward stage because I'm moving house. Um, so at the moment, I've got boxes at Tom's mum because I don't really want to bring everything into this house. One, I'm a, I don't really like that anyway. Um, and two, I'm moving. So I'm like, I don't want to get too many deliveries here. So I've got deliveries everywhere. So I've got to move in first, which hopefully is the next few weeks, then start doing the nursery. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Right. I mean, it sounds like you've got it all sorted, to be honest. I just you don't... need to get through the next few weeks, I think. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be you fine. Really You'll will. be great. Georgia, it was so lovely to chat to you. I feel like we've thank just had a lovely you. coffee with an old mate. Thank you for having me. It was lovely. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Good guys. luck with everything. We can't wait to see photos <laughs> of the little one when he arrives. Oh, my God, not long now. Thanks, guys. It still blows my mind that people guess when someone's pregnant. You know, like, obviously, Georgia didn't have fertility struggles. You know, she got pregnant quite quickly. But can you imagine, like, if, you know, she was going through IVF or some fertility, like, treatment? Like, And you've got people being like, oh, you're pregnant. When are you going to get pregnant? Well, funny enough, I don't know because yeah. it's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like when she described when she was at that summer party and she had three of her best mates around her all who had their babies and people were just like, when when are you going to do it? Why aren't you doing it now? Like, are you pregnant? All that stuff. It's just shocking. It's just leave, leave, leave the poor woman alone. I also couldn't believe it that people said she had a Michael Jackson nose. I thought thought it was absolutely appalling. How disgusting. Um, And also I felt really sorry for her because I really felt that she took it in. You know, it's Mm. hard not to feel quite hurt and upset by all those comments and you know nobody is built to be to be resilient like that you know it's, it's just, it just no. shouldn't happen it's just online bullying at its worst yeah and I do think you know like anyone listening to this and there probably won't be anyone listening to this because you're all lovely but I do think before you comment you know do just think about how that could come across yeah. like whatever you say to someone remember mm. that that is another human you know you are you are sending a message to another human and would you like to receive that message because if you wouldn't then just stop don't say anything you can yeah. think the thing whatever you want in your head whatever right but don't like just honestly think before you send the message because there can be thousands of lovely messages but it's the horrible ones that people remember and they you know that they r- really affect them and it's just not it's just really not kind so yes 
<laughs> well, I love that from you, George. Yeah. There you go. Wise um, words from Georgia. Georgia <laughs> yes. Dayton. Um, now we need to we need to wrap things up because otherwise we could just chat on all day and we can't. Oh, no. We've got to get on with our lives and Easter. It's still Easter holidays. <laughs> it, uh, it is. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, so yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we're going to be back on Friday. If you've got any suggestions for the Q and A, please do drop us a message at Made by Mummers because we'll be recording it later in the week. So there's still some time. Yes, and as always, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe, or follow the podcast. That would be amazing. And keep spreading the Made by Mummers words. We need to get it out to as many people as possible. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you Friday. Thank you. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.